You're listening to Pink Boots Conversations, where we speak with women and non-binary individuals working in the fermentation sciences. Our aim is to learn, listen, and lead with one another, inspiring professionals and consumers alike. What's up, everybody? Beer fans, beer babes, Iowa beer drinkers. This is Janelle Buxton, and I'm sitting down with a couple Iowa Pink Boots members this afternoon, talking through some medals, talking through some learnings at Craft Brewers Conference. So let me unveil who these two (laughs) esteemed guests are. (laughs) Uh, We have Ashley Cody with Confluence Brewing and Whitney Greta with Confluence Brewing. What's up, you guys? Hey. What's up? All right. All right. Some of y'all call me your frickin' dream girl, but <laughs> we'll talk about that later. hey hey Different channel. After oh, hours. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the after dark version. <laughs> That's how we were roping in our first episode. Oh, man, first and last. Uh, so, <laughs> so we have... Um, so we had the opportunity, the very cool opportunity. Uh, I, uh, I get to work uh, for Big Grove, and a crew of us went down to Craft Brewers Conference uh, along with a handful of other um, craft, craft brewery uh, breweries in Iowa and um, learned a ton of stuff. Got so to see, Got to see over two, 2,000 different breweries were represented at that conference, which is very cool, um, and spent a lot of time... Uh, just connecting with different people in the industry, learning different perspectives, um, drank a lot. I mean, you know, we have to do our part. I think Whitney and I average maybe five to six hours of sleeping a night at the most. Yeah, yeah. That first night was probably three hours, but that's only because of our plane. <laughs> I thought the you were going to say Benadryl, but. Oh, both. Benadryl, Whatever. Benadryl got me three hours. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever gets you through. So. Uh, Confluence picked up a couple medals. Yeah. Congrats Woo! to that. Um, I think I think the state of Iowa had a fantastic showing. So congratulations to all the the breweries, the medal winners uh, that represented our state. Really fantastic. And we do have those beers sitting in front of us that are just waiting to be cracked. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Whitney, I'm going to have you take us through the the winners. Sure thing. Um, so the first winner we had um, that was announced was Old Chungus. Um, and it was in the barrel-aged strong beer category, I believe. Hold Can on, I got, I got the technicals. Double check. Uh, category number 29, wood and barrel-aged mm-hmm. strong beer. I, all right. There it is. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, so Old Chungus, beloved, because of the name, I just learned it was a meme. It's, like, based on, on a meme. Um I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I think that um, uh, the the men in our lives like really utilize this old this chungus meme like hard because I know I get from my partner he's like WTF the chungus, chungus okay chungus like so we, ha- we have to we have to enlighten ourselves with the the chungus meme. Um, I think technically the meme is correlated around a rabbit. But our branding is a little bit different from that. Okay. You went a different um, direction. Yeah. But you know what? Because I think it was like a Bugs Bunny, like a big 
Bugs Bunny. Yeah, I think the we original. Don't, yeah, I don't think we wanted to infringe on any type of copyright. Right, right. No cease and desist um, from we Disney. We might have some gold medals, but we're not like we're not rolling in banks to be able to uh, do that cease and desist. You know, mm-hmm. like you just wait. Yeah. you just wait. All right. So this is a. Uh, we just Cheers. poured um, some samples of this beer for everyone. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm sitting at the table. Hold on. Okay, okay, hold on. We're back. <laughs> also, we Old Chungus is a she. Old, oh. So the she According to the copy, she's a she. The she Old Chungus. Um, <laughs> the she. <laughs> the she Old Chungus. Hadn't made it in years. Uh, how, <laughs> so. So the gold, right? James, James is like, can't wait to listen to this. We got yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, the beer did win gold um, in the category previously stated, <laughs> which was uh, the barrel-aged strong beer. Um, and so uh, it is a bourbon barrel-aged Scottish wee heavy. Um, <clears throat> what's the percentage on that? Let's see. 11.5%. Big boy. Um, yeah. yeah. Girl, sorry. Big girl. Big, <laughs> big girl. Um, so, yeah, it's just a very malty, rich beer. Um, Scottish wee heavies tend to be. Um, and so when you put that in the barrel, it's going to pick up a lot of those kind of vanilla oak characteristics mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, you're going to have a little bit of heat from the bourbon, but not too much. Mm-hmm. I think it balances out really well um, with that sweetness that's inherent with this style. Um, that's why I personally love it so much. And I forgot to mention, too, it's also brewed with heather, which is a flower. Oh, okay. Ashley, I think sure. can maybe I always, talk more dude, on this. I always, lock it, I always look it up every single time, and I'm like, oh, it's like a, it's like a clover plant. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. Like, it's yeah. a flower. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Is that it's a, like a, a legacy ingredient, or is that a confluence? Yeah, I would say historically a lot of people uh, within the region would brew with heather, which is why this style originates um, from, from that area and the culture. Um, when it's a natural ingredient within your environment, your uh, potentially a forager or a local village, whatever you have around you is going to be the local ingredient that you're utilizing as a spice or um, as an adjunct agent, mm-hmm. as the, uh, we would like to say, adjunct. Are you adjuncting with, bro? Yeah. What's your new? You're adding it. <laughs> adjunct it. <laughs> What's your, oh, you want to you wanna adjunct with some fennel? That's kind of weird, but I'm into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so kind of crazy stuff going on. Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the kind of beer. I'm a I'm in a uh, situational beer drinker. You know, mm-hmm. I I always think, what would I want to be doing when I drink this? And so with um, this this beer in particular, I want to be sitting by a fire, right? It's like a, yeah. oh, like yeah, a little yeah. bit of chill on the air, whether it's outside in summer nights yeah. or inside, just like you know, kicking it, but it's, uh, it's one that it's definitely warmer. So for some reason, I also think about poker and cigars, right? I could see that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like a little poker game, a cigar, mm-hmm. some old chungus next to your side. 
How was how else gonna make those bets? Yeah. You gotta have <laughs> old Chungus by your side. Old Chungus by your side. Let's uh, let's talk the a little matriarch. To the <laughs> yeah. yeah, the um, Chewbacca, which yeah. is also uh, I would say a bit of a legend, you know, in 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 Des Moines and in the Confluence portfolio. Yeah, uh, also no cease and desist there. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, when it's Bach. B O C K A. Bach is in the beer style. It's a doppel Bach, and, right? And like the, the beer name is Chu, and then in all caps B O C K. There we go. Yeah. Lowercase a. So no confusion. It's like this is the beer, guys. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the beer. This is the beer. So um, German style doppel doppel Bach, of course. Yeah. Yep. I yep. assume that's the category that... Uh, it was um, Bach, and can you look that up again, exactly what it was? It was my Bach and Bach, I believe. It was category 47, German-style Bach or my Bach. Okay. Sweet. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this beer is really special to us because we release it every, every January, um, and we, for its release, um, throw a big party called Chewbacca Fest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, hold a Chewbacca calling <laughs> contest, a beer stein holding contest, I believe. Have you personally participated in the calling uh, <laughs> or judged the calling? I haven't. I have never worked Life on goals. my call. Um, I feel like maybe there's probably a handful of people in my life that could assist me with the vocals of that. Uh, what I really enjoy about uh, Chewbacca um, is doing the poke with the fire and caramelizing mm. those sugars. Uh, uh, owner of Confluence Brewing will be outside over grill, um, flaming up some Bach pokers so you can waddle your happily covered... Iowa winter booty outside <laughs> for a little bit of a heat yeah. in, that, in that Chewbacca to caramelize those sugars. Uh, my brother in Alabama, he's got one. He likes to pull it out for treat for all of his friends because it's a unique like story to share with people. Sure. Um, so yeah, yeah, I feel like that's kind of, it's like a little like home party. All of, yeah. the, all of the staff like typically really show out for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, and that's that's the wonderful thing about beer is that it it not only brings people together but it's very ceremonial in a lot of ways. Um, sure. Re- and it's steeped in tradition, and so it's really fun to get to acknowledge and celebrate a lot of the traditions of around the world for for what beer is. So absolutely, yeah. I, I think that like a lot of us Iowans, uh, if we were to categorize our roots, they're like they're really high, like, North English type of territory. Um, So coming out with two wins uh, in beer categories that we just feel naturally proud of as being drinkers of those categories, I think is, like, super dope. Mm -hmm. Um, Some, like, you know, like, brands that you can bring to your dad or your aunts and your uncles, uh, your grandpa... Uh, Iowa town of 900, you know what I mean? Like, 
everybody can get down with a good Chewbacca, an old Chungus, you know, <laughs> yeah. sit around, sit around oh, that man. fire, tell these stories. Um, but dude, Iowa, Iowa fed and it's a special place, yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned that and the, beer the owner, <laughs> the owner is out there, you know, with the the the, the poker and, and and the caramelization, you know, the 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 ceremonial. Uh, bit yeah. of this beer, and I also rocker. understand that um, that John t- told you everything not to mention on this podcast. So just I go know. ahead and mention those, Ashley. <laughs> okay, oh, no. all right. No. <laughs> so he told me that when you when you fill barrels with uh, any type of beer, you have to make sure that you load them with. Any homegrown fungus? <laughs> no, again, I'm so I'm so kidding. <laughs> Anything from your fridge goes right in. Yeah, you have you know some old broccoli. <laughs> mm, just put it right. In. No, no, I'm kidding. Put that in the compost. It belongs in the compost. An off flavor? Yeah. I think it's an on flavor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's an on. Flavor. We're changing the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, the last thing I'll say about uh, Chewbacca and just Chewbacca Fest and what it represents. Um, and what's so special about this too? I, I know this year the festival is going to be insane just because of the the win and um, what that beer means to us as a brewery. But it's just fun in January when it's so cold outside mm-hmm. here in Iowa and so just kind of depressing <laughs> to have uh, a gathering of people and community and something that we can all celebrate and be together. Because I know it, it's hard to. <laughs> Come up with events or, yeah, you definitely. know, make something fun that everyone is excited for. People so. are just and looking honestly, for anything to get out. non-sport related. Non-sport we li- related, We live yeah. in a highly sport-centric uh, state, and this time just, like, brings everybody from all, yeah. all hobbies, you know? Yep. Yep. Exactly. For sure. So, um, while we're we're still in the vein of, of craft, craft Brewers Conference... <clears throat> I um, would love to know anything in particular that, that you all picked up that you thought were in, would be interesting for, you know, the brewers that listen to this podcast, for uh, craft beer fans, you know, as we think about doing this wonderful thing it is called called craft beer and brewing mm-hmm. and um, putting on these wonderful festivals and that really truly in, in celebrate and honor craft culture, craft beer culture. What uh, what are some learnings you, you want to share with the audience? Just you can, can go first. Um, being an individual who's a brewer in production, I I found a lot of production oriented things that I could grasp onto that could make my daily practice better. I also gravitated towards how do you how do you make your team uh, culturally feel better together, feel supported. How can I help assist be to be a better leader within my own small group, uh, which is something that's just really important for me individually is just leadership, uh, extending positivity and gratitude and making everybody feel welcome within the space that we all want to be in, correct? Um, so I think more than anything, it just like really sparked my light even harder to be that better leader um, to be that better brewer, 
and in what capacities can I bring my own potential? So, nice. What is what is one thing that you particularly within that leadership, um, which, which is really fantastic to want to to lead, and, and oftentimes you know we mistake leadership with 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 power, but it's honestly about being in care of people. Yeah, right. I think yeah, I think you're like 100% right. Like my leadership extends in how I care for my team. Um, I I think that we unfortunately live in a world on a daily basis where we're all we're all floating out there, right, in our cell phones and our group chats and uh, whatever else might be happening outside of our own inclusive bubble at the moment, but. Uh, to be just a stronghold in reminding my teammates that they are legitimate workers and humans and um, we're, all, we're all attempting to learn this life together. Mm-hmm. And so the best way for us to continue is being open communicators and it's just, just really business. caring for each other. Um, it's not about dominance. It's not about like who makes more money. It's, it's more so about being being mindful that everybody's voice is heard uh, and everybody's safe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think those are, particularly when you have people working all kinds of different hours and, and your, your bodies or your instruments in a lot of ways, you know, as well as your mind, you know, that's very much the, the brewer's plight um, in that you have to be on mentally and physically. So it's really important to, and, and that speaks to our taproom, you know, uh, crew as well mm-hmm. as far as you, have to engage with a lot of different um, fans, and so uh, and want to do your best and and want to share information because they're excited and they they want to know about beers too. And then, you know, but you're lifting kegs and this and that and on your feet all day. So it's just it is a, a wonderful space, and we're very lucky and privileged to do what we do. But it's also physically and mentally grueling. So mm-hmm. it's important to remember how you can even be a servant leader in some instances, or, and <clears throat> as well as you know if. If you are in care of people, you know to make sure that you're always yeah. acknowledging like what they're what they're doing and the elements they deal with. So, yeah, Whitney, yeah. I would love to uh, turn yeah. it over to you. And what what were your, some of your takeaways? Well, just to kind of go off of what <laughs> Ashley said, uh, I mean, thinking just about our crew with Confluence that went, um, it was the first time that I had spent extended periods of time with. Ashley and Daryl, um, who are part of our production team and who are both brewers, um, as well as, I mean, my manager, um, our sales manager, and our owner. Um, And I think for me, out of that, I took just like, it was a great bonding experience just learning what the brew team does. And, you know, they're problems and like what they go through on a daily basis because let's be real it's kind of a shopping trip for production <laughs> it, right like it totally what, is what fancy shit are we gonna buy for the brew house i'm just like following them around like oh what do you find interesting what are you thinking about what new things are like sparking your curiosity and creativity um, but being on the sales team i mean i think it's so easy for us to just be in our kind of departments and do what we need to do on a daily basis um and I know how hard all the other departments work and all you know everything but it just was an amazing reminder to 
like appreciate and just like under like try to understand what other departments are doing on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. um, that are helping the whole operation run Um, because that was that was huge for me and even when we won those gold medals I'm like I'm the hype woman here (laughs) you know like um and I'm happy to be that like it was amazing to see the look on Ashley Daryl's faces John Martin's face Mm -hmm. you know just like how hard they worked and like I don't know and the whole production team like I that was a big takeaway for me um just on kind of an individual level I think larger than that um because like Ashley mentioned the whole showroom floor is like they have some merch stops and like really cool you know canning lines and equipment and like that doesn't necessarily pertain to me in sales um but it's really neat to see that other side of it um but so what I paid attention to a lot more was kind of the people there how we're working together collaborating um how we're marketing to people how we're are we including people are we you know um I think that was a big topic topic of um conversation and um quite honestly concern Mm -hmm. um at the conference this year was just inclusion in general um and how we can become better better at that Mm -hmm. um and speak up and um be actively uh inclusive um and not so just kind of insular in our own groups and whatever um you know and I think as as women too we see that a lot um just how hard it is but there's so many other groups out there too that that want to be a part of this and how we can be inclusive to that and stand up for you know people that want to be a part of this industry the more the merrier diversity is you know what we need to strive for um and in terms of just collaborating and working together building each other up I think that's what Iowa beer is but it was just a great reminder to you know maybe reach out to someone that you haven't worked with in a while or that you've never worked with you might get new ideas you might you know learn something new you might teach them something um, you might apply for scholarships you never apply, thought you were going to. Apply to scholarships. Yeah, <laughs> you should talk about that, too. But it's just like, the more people you meet, the more people you bring in, mm-hmm. the better it's going to be. Um, so I think that was just a reminder, too. And, like, with Pink Boots, I think especially, um, like, yeah, we have our Pink Boots members, but we're always looking to add people. We want to bring people in. We want to collaborate and learn and not be a click you know I think it's so easy to be comfortable with the people you're used to being around but yeah it, yeah it absolutely is and I think that people go to places where they feel comfortable and oftentimes it's where people look like you right yeah. you know and we're just we're all we're all humans and so thanks for thanks both of you for sharing those amazing insights because um, I think excellent takeaways in terms of um, you know, take it in a in a leadership position. Take care of yourself. Take care of your people, and uh, also 
you know, uh, among that, whether it be be fans in the craft community or whatever, you know, we that's how we we love what we do, and we want to. We're all about community, and it's really important to continue to grow the pie. And um, we we can do that together. You know, we we it's more about occasions and inviting people in. Um, Bushlight continues to be the number one selling beer in Iowa, I think. And so, uh, why why is that? You know, because we're we're we love we love local here. We're really proud of what we do. Um, the investment that you make in your craft community, your your craft breweries, goes right back into your local communities because you're directly supporting those employees that that work there, right? Mm-hmm. And those employees are going and they're spending money at restaurants yeah, su- and stores. You support and your grocery. neighbors. You support your friends. Absolutely. You support your family. Like, like let's be real. Any any pint that you buy here, any four pack you buy here, any to go home keg, you help me survive. Mm-hmm. Like, you help me be able to do what I dr- like dreamed creatively to do. Like, every time that we all come in here to support each other, we're all helping each other survive. Right. Absolutely. And that is that's that's the community. You know, like. And I it think is. as the, the craft beer industry grows, um, and it's certainly grown <laughs> over the past 10 years, um, I there's, I think, a tendency, like, there's, comp- it's, it's competitive, sure, but I think we need to look at it as healthy competition and not an excuse to gatekeep things mm-hmm. and experiences um opportunities like that's just not i think I mean, what the every, industry should be everybody in the industry that knows if they're a friends of a member who works at confluence you show up on a friday you're most likely hanging out with the crew right somewhere whether it's on the patio in the break room uh on you know wherever we're at like we're also welcoming of you guys being here. Yeah. Um, we only want to prosper based off of our 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 knowledge, our shared knowledge. Like, right. Look, I've known I've known some of the homies in the brewing industry for so long. It's incredible being somebody who tw- was 26 starting in the industry. Like, we are the millennials that like <laughs> develop this industry, and it's pretty fucking dope to be able to like. And it's on us to continue to to yeah. invite the next generation in. Yeah, you know, because they're yeah. they're they're different, right? As we Which is why the we asked as well. you people. We all attended that session we together. Did. <laughs> you people that are listening to us, if you work in the brewing industry, uh, whether you're a taproom server, a salesperson. Um, you're a distiller, you're a winemaker, you hear this, hit us up. So that's come how, be a part of us. Totally. So that's that's let's that's how we're gonna wind this thing down. I would uh, uh, love to for you both to share your your pathways. So if you haven't ber- learned by now and you're still listening, Whitney is uh, <laughs> on the front lines. She's in sales for Confluence, and so that's a really tough job as well um, because you get to almost feel like a lot of retail accounts and. Uh, buyers are, are maybe closer to you than, than your own coworkers. Sometimes you feel like, <laughs> yeah. And um, and so uh, that's that's Whitney's role here at Confluence. And then Ashley is uh, in in production uh, production brewing. So uh, seller seller woman or uh, well, you can you can share that. I, I apologize that I, I don't know the prescriptive. I am a seller woman, and uh, according to the CBC guy, I'm a Brewster. A Brewster. Woo, hey. woo, woo. 
the woman. Apparently, back in the day, they called us roosters. Roosters. So but I also feel like I need to arm wrestle with you. Arm wrestle with you with that I title. Wish, I wish next. I had gone to that. You need to. Yeah, <laughs> that's next. Tell us all about that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, Ashley, uh, talk a little bit about your journey. Talk about what you do here at Confluence, just to sunset us down, uh, and how, yeah. how you got into this space. And what advice would you give somebody interested to get into this space? Yeah, so uh, I walked into the brewing industry as um, a perky-tailed 26-year-old. I'm not that much older. I'm 30. Uh, so Such a sage. <laughs> that is I'm still, like... I'm a sage. A sage-tailed bunny. <laughs> Uh, whatever that means. Okay, anyway. Stick to um, the Brewster. <laughs> uh, I, at the time, I'm going to be real, I had a male manager that told me that he did not want to make me a bartender because I could not lift the kegs, uh, which I was like, that's kind of BS because I'm a competitive power lifter. I can squat more than your body weighs, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> so instead, I, I decided to do the, like, the big middle finger up and I was like, well, if you won't let me lift them, then I'll go fill them. So in that journey, I've been learning how to have this man lift all the kegs that I've been filling for the last four years. And I'm sure if we ask for their sales reports, it's probably been a handful. Uh, but that's how I got where I got. Uh, I got to Confluence as a COVID baby. I was hired in February of 2020. Mm -hmm like literally wow. three weeks before the world shut down. Um, so my overall job duties and tasks were very limited to a few a few things routinely on a weekly basis. Uh, you gotta keep everybody safe, right? Keep everybody safe. Be mindful of your presence, what you're doing, how you're affecting people. Uh, and then I just like super fast tracked into the brew house because Guess what? Your girl is mentally capable to like handle some knowledge. Hell yeah. yeah. There it is. And here I am, about three and a half years in my confluence life, four gold medals in. Uh, I think I'm doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Not to not <laughs> to so. like not to dust the <laughs> dust my shoulders, but you know. Yeah, right. You earned it. You earned the right. What about what about you, Whitney? How do you love craft beer? How'd you get here? <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. Thank you for that question. Um, so I started in January of 2015. Um, so I've been in the industry for about eight and a half years, but I started right out of college. Um, uh, it's a part-time job. I was beer tending over at uh, Five and Five Brewing Company. Um, I was working some other jobs at the time. Uh, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I mean, I just finished college, but I was still trying to, you know, figure, figure out the, the quote unquote real world. And just mm -hmm. like, what are my skills? Like, what can I actually do? Like, I can do school. That's fine. But like, what about... Like, I know how to study. I know how to, I know how to study. And that's all boring and fun. <laughs> boring and fun at the same time? I thought you said boring and fine. Boring and fine. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so I started there as a beer tender, um, and then I quickly realized that I really liked beer. I really like craft beer. Um, it was a cool industry, um, so I was like, how do I make this my full-time job? Because nice. <laughs> I was sick of working several part-time jobs. Um, it's exhausting. So um, my manager at the time, who is actually a... Uh, 
Sutherman here now, Matt. Um, he was the taproom manager at Five and Five, and we worked a lot together. And uh, realized he was pretty busy. And I was like, "Hey, do you need any extra help? Like, I'm kind of in the market for a full-time job." And he's like, "You know what? Let me see what I can do." And um, he advocated for me and um, really believed in me from the start. Um, and so I became his assistant. So I was the assistant taproom manager, head beer tender for a while. Um, and then from there, I became their brand um, manager. So I was doing sales for them and social media and everything else. Fast forward. <laughs> and then a sales position opened up at Confluence. Um, and then I applied for that and started with Confluence. Just wanting to kind of move forward my journey and... Um, yeah, it's been a, I've almost been here two years now, um, and it's been a great ride. It's awesome. Are, are there, uh, for, forgive me for asking, but are there many uh, female representatives in, in craft beer sales in Iowa? Not as many as I would like. Okay. Um, I would say in sales specifically, I mean, I, I see some... Uh, women out and about, but mm -hmm. it's mostly mostly men. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I think there could be better representation um, for sure. But uh, I think that being said, though, like we are singular females in our own departments, and yeah, uh, women, you are strong. Like you are legit strong. Like. Yeah. You you can be if you can be a beer lover and be in production and drag hoses mm -hmm. and work with the best of them. Honestly, we are the best of them. You can be out selling the beer, tasting the beer. You can be marketing the beer. You can you can literally do everything. Yeah. Like literally we have the power to do all of it. Exactly. And I think it's just like perceptions of others that kind of hinder hinder or like create that apprehension yeah I think to get into the industry because I know we all like when we get into these jobs I want to ask you Janelle too how you got into the industry after yeah I say this but it's just like there I we've all dealt with it throughout our careers of thinking like do I belong here why is it so hard sometimes? Mm -hmm. um, and then other times it's so wonderful and you understand why you got into this business. But sometimes you feel like you have to prove yourself over and over again. Like, I belong here. Mm -hmm. Tw work twice as hard, be twice as accountable. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying... I, I certainly had to do that a little bit out in the, in the field. Mm -hmm. Just like to get people to trust me. <laughs> like, hey, I, I know what I'm doing. I know beer. You can you can trust me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of sales right now is just the ability to trust people and um, just to have a conversation 
It's, I'm not. And, and, and buyers want to know you're going to show up. Yeah. You know, they want to know you're going to be reliable and, and they probably see a lot of reps in the, and yeah. not just craft, but, but a lot. other, you know, other spirits. Reduce and, a lot of gold, like gold. I'm sorry. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> you just keep. We're, we're just keep producing a lot of gold. Just spit the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Keep turning that out. But, um, <laughs> just wear the metals out. Yeah. Right. If I could, I would. Well, and, and that's really important though. I, I mean, truly. Where my wireman pants at? I need three. I, uh, <laughs> For sure. And and the deal is, is that, so Whitney asked, you know, about me getting into the industry and I had the good fortune to move to Colorado and I went there for grad school and I, I didn't know um, craft beer, what it was, what the industry was. And Fort Collins is sort of, you know, the, the, the Napa of craft beer in, in a lot of ways. And so I walked into Odell Brewing and I saw a taster flight of uh but it was filled with ingredients. And at that time I was working in agriculture and something I'm extremely passionate about, the raw material side. And this boat of... Uh, taster tray was filled with uh, barley and hops and and I just um I looked at it and I thought wait a minute I work on this every day I have it I I understand the agricultural production side of it and I understand marketing and branding you know and and so uh I just I had a year left of of grad school in my calling card and so I, I left my corporate gig at DuPont and and never looked back and took every job I had I worked for a farm to table restaurant that featured um had a really cool craft beer program I Tempt at New Belgium, uh, stocking their tour stops, and then eventually had the good fortune to, to go full-time there and, and then um, head out to Nebraska and, and manage sales territory, much like Whitney. And I, I didn't I, uh, know. It was it was an interesting space, but I, I think, I, you know, you earn your stripes out in the market and, and talking to people. And it was the first time it was, like, far away from home, far away from the mothership, you know, where mm-hmm. people really didn't give a shit. And at that time, local mm-hmm. was coming on. And yeah. so I've, I've stood in a really, you know, my feet have been in really interesting camps in that I've worked for regional or nas- national craft, worked for local craft. And, uh, Which is why we love her. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, and then, and then my, my family farms here, and it's just I was where I'm from. And I, I got back here, and I was blown away by the quality of craft that was here. And so it's, it's because of breweries, you know, like, like Confluence um, and, uh, you know, and others, obviously, Big Girl, yeah. of course, and, and everybody else that, that was recognized on that stage. It's like just because we're in the middle, just because we're landlocked doesn't mean that we can't producing, be producing the most award-winning beers in the nation and you got you know you guys certainly just showed up we're so we're landlocked by two rivers does that mean we can't make good beer <laughs> right and, and people <laughs> where two you know, rivers come together yeah. And, yeah. The yeah. there it is there it is that's a beautiful thing that's a beautiful thing you know and so we have a we have a really um we, we have a maturing we have a budding market here that we have a huge opportunity to continue to introduce people and if people if, if our, our craft brewery um, brethren doesn't feel like we can, then they're wrong. Yeah. Then they're not talking to people like us. They're not talking to people of color. They're not talking to yeah. other mm-hmm. um, audiences that that they they feel like they're tapped out. It's like that's not true. And there's you know? like there's so many markets to lock into, right? Like Lua's doing some like really new creative stuff with their team. Um, <laughs> James Dabbin over yeah. here. <laughs> we, got, we got, you know, we've got friends all over the place. Like we've, we've got innovative individuals that are really breaking standards. Um, whether it's on the gender standpoint, whether it's on the overall creativity standpoint, um, how you bring different generations in or out how you utilize your social medias, how you don't utilize your social medias, um, and what state laws you can play with. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, no, that, that's absolutely right. So, uh, well, with that, you guys, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to text you on a whim <laughs> and say, hey, here's an idea. Yeah. And uh, not not pictured on my stage stage right is uh, James Hecathorn, who uh, kindly is overseeing the equipment and production of today's chat. So we really appreciate yep. you being Yay, here. Thank you, the Vorla Fawa. We whoop, whoop, they they were kind enough. They embraced us. They said, "Absolutely, we need we need your voices uh, to join us in this conversation." So that was that was uh, heartwarming and humbling. And so we we re just really appreciate that and. How do we, uh, fans that uh, live under a rock, have not been to Confluence or want to visit Confluence, how do they find you, see you, follow you? Well, we are located off of Thomas Beck Road, just south of Gray's Lake. 1235 Thomas Beck Road. <laughs> Google this. Uh, <laughs> Iowa 50315. <laughs> um, and on the socials, I believe it on all platforms, it's at Confluence Brew. Is that correct? You're correct. Okay, follow yeah. follow me to good beer. Yeah, I'm a I'm yeah. a huge fan of your guys' sales yeah. sales cars and delivery cars. But uh -huh. otherwise, if you're in during the hours of service or the tap room, you will probably see your freaking dream girl uh, either behind the starry glass walls making your favorite beer. Um, or drinking a pint with her friends on the sidelines. So there it is. Know. All right. Yeah. And with that, uh, thank you. Thank you, craft beer fans. Thank you, Iowa Brewers Guild, who supports this podcast. And we appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to have a chat today and to share it all with you. So absolutely. Let's raise a glass. Cheers. Congrats. Cheers, friends. Congrats to these gold medal beers. Let's make good beer. Aye. Boom. <laughs>